Welcome to Friends and Daggers, a, a short daily video that introduces you to a portion of scripture that, that could serve as a friend or give you a weapon to fight uh, the world, the devil, and uh, the old sinful flesh, and to remind you of all of the promises that we have in the person and the work of Jesus. And today's uh, portion of scripture, it's a short portion. It's uh, John chapter 11, verse 35, and it's in the context of Jesus coming to the grave of his good friend, and he stands there with two sisters, Mary and Martha, and as he stands there, the text says, Jesus wept. Jesus wept. Now that's amazing, isn't it? When we think of the Son of God who has taken on human flesh, and now he stands with these two sisters, and uh, he's not faking it. He's not putting on a show, but in his full humanity, becoming a man of sorrows and familiar with suffering himself, he weeps. Now, Hebrews chapter 2, verses uh, 11 through 12, um, it explains to us that the one who makes men holy, well, that's Jesus, our brother, perfect in every way. The one who makes men holy, and those who are made holy, well, that's us, um, we're of the same family. So he's not ashamed to call us his brothers and, and sisters. And so, again, this is the word uh, made flesh. John chapter 1, verse 14 says, The word uh, was made flesh and uh, made his dwelling among us. So he's fully human. Jesus is. He's fully human and yet uh, without the sin. He humbles himself by taking on uh, our human nature, and uh, he becomes then sin for us. And as a result of, of becoming sin for us, Isaiah then describes him as one who is a man of sorrows and familiar with suffering. And so he stands at the grave of, of Mary and Martha, seeing the, the wage of sin being displayed on his friend Lazarus and uh, the text says he weeps he weeps but he also speaks to the grave doesn't he and he says lazarus come forth so we have a brother we could say we have a brother who understands fully what it's like to experience everything uh, that we would experience again without the sin so is he uh, is he hungry when he fasts in the wilderness well absolutely is he tempted by the evil one yes but again, he uses uh, the word of God and he encourages us to do so and says, well, it is written, man does not live on bread alone. Does he get tired and does he fall asleep in the bow of a boat, exhausted? Yes. Does he suffer? Is he betrayed? Is he slandered? Is he forsaken? Well, yes, just like us. And does he experience death? Again, not because he deserves the wage of sin, but he takes the punishment of sin upon himself, becomes that man of sorrows and familiar with, with suffering and goes to the, the cross and, and he dies. Uh, but on the third day, he rises again. So he understands. Uh, he comes into this world uh, to take on that human flesh so he can be under the law and under the punishment for sin and under the wrath of God instead of us then he defeats it and he defeats sin and death and the devil and you could say then you know he puts everything under his feet he rules and reigns over all and all things are under his control so it shouldn't surprise us that when God takes on human flesh he knows all of it doesn't he 
all of it except the sin. And then when he becomes the sin, he defeats it. And so he speaks to us these words, it is, it is finished, it is finished. I'll be with you always to the very end of the age. So if Jesus wept at the grave of the one that he loved, so also in this life, we have a man of sorrows, familiar with suffering, standing also with us.